Social media is a great way to connect with your customers and drive sales, but it's hard to keep up with all the new strategies and techniques for boosting engagement on social media. And of course, all of the algorithm changes that come out. And a lot of entrepreneurs struggle to grow their social media presence because they don't know where to start or even how to start. They get overwhelmed by all the information out there and really don't have the time for trial and error testing. This is you. Keep listening because I've pulled together six tips that will help to algorithm-proof your content and make it so much easier for your audience to engage with you. And engageable content is content that helps to grow your account and your brand's or your business's visibility. Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we're Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success strategists, supporting you with the systems, strategies, and mindset shifts that will help you achieve success on your own terms. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, welcome back to another 10 with Jen segment. I wanted today to bring to you six tips and it's actually in the form of questions. So these are questions that you can ask yourself for each piece of content that you create for your business. And while this really is about social media specifically, you can actually use these six questions to take a look at all of the content that your business is producing. Because as I mentioned in the intro, good content really helps to create engagement on social media, right? It helps to drive sales, boost visibility, all of the things that you want as a business. So without any further ado, I think we should just jump right in. And I'm going to start with the first question. And that is, Have I considered my audience's needs and wants with this content? This is such an easy one. And I know I say this, I feel like I say this in almost every 10 with Chen segment, but really understanding your ideal target audience as an entrepreneur is going to make content creation so much easier. Because if you understand what your audience needs and wants, coming up with content ideas really becomes a whole lot easier. And if you can't think of a way that this content or this social media post specifically adds value, it might be time to take a step back. I always am of the mindset that I would rather people post no content or no social media posts than a social media post that really adds no value to your audience. So that's number one. So have I considered my audience's needs and wants with this content? The second is, have I given this content a role to play or a job to do? It's very easy to get caught in the trap of creating content just for content's sake, because we think that we need to be posting twice a day or some guru somewhere said you need to post this many times and at this time of day and on these platforms, all of that stuff really is... Irrelevant because when you have a piece of content, it needs to have a role to play or a job to do. What I mean by that is it needs to help push your business goals forward in some way, whether that is attracting new audience members, whether that's 
converting those audience members, whether it, you know it's for a freebie or um, to make a sale, asking them to invest in a program or product, whether it's just for engagement, right? To have a conversation so you get to understand your audience better. Or maybe it's just to delight your audience, to make them feel seen and heard. But each piece of content really needs to have a role to play or a job to do. So ask yourself, have I given this content a role or a job to do? And if not, again, it's time to rethink that piece of content and, and maybe reframe it in a way that not only serves your audience, but also helps to move your business goals forward. Now, the third is a little bit of a reflection of the first question, and it is, have I added value in some way by educating, entertaining, or engaging my audience? And I know I talked about in the last 10 with Jen about creating savable and shareable content. So head back and have a listen to that episode uh, 117 if you haven't already. Again, this is sort of an extension of considering your audience's needs and wants with your content. But it's getting really specific about have I added value in some way and like what's in it for my audience. The fourth is have I used a strong hook in call to action? Now, I want to have a little caveat here. So not every single piece of content, not every single caption is going to necessarily need a hook or necessarily a call to action, depending on what the goal of the content is. But in general, you want your social media captions and even the images to really relay a strong hook so that your audience knows it's for them and they know that it's going to add value, right? It's like, it's sort of that you're scrolling and it's that scroll stopping first sentence that you see or that scroll stopping image, right? That stops and and makes your audience say, hey, I'm interested in this piece of content. And then of course, the call to action is simply what action do you want your readers or your viewers to take? Do you want them to follow you? Do you want them to go watch a story on Instagram? Let's say, do you want them to save the post? Do you want them to share the post? Do you want them to comment? Do you want them to like? There's a number of different ways that you can add calls to action to your content. If you want to hear more, reach out. Hello at Success in the Shy Girl and let us know that you want to hear that or DM us on Instagram as well at Success in the Shy Girl so I know that you want to hear specifically about calls to action and how you can use them to drive action. It's right in the name there. Drive action from your audience members. So just let us know and then I can do a, a podcast for you on that. The fifth question is, and this is actually specific to Instagram, really in its Instagram, we get the most questions about, but it's, have I used content-specific hashtags that my audience engages with? This is a big one. I see a number of entrepreneurs using really, really massive industry hashtags, more than a million uses. The thing is, is your content is going to get lost in that sea of millions of other posts. Having very content-specific hashtags is so crucial to having your ideal target audience find you. So instead of, let's say, I'm just making... I, I don't even know if these are hashtags or not, but Instagram content. Let's say hashtag Instagram content. Maybe that's a massive industry tag. 
it would be much more beneficial and your audience is much more likely to find you if you niche down your hashtags. So instead of hashtag Instagram content, maybe it would be a hashtag Instagram content creation for product businesses. I don't, that's a pretty long hashtag. I probably wouldn't use that, but you never know. But that's a very, very specific. And that would, let's say, a product specific business might be looking at that hashtag. They might follow that hashtag for inspiration in terms of content for their product based business. The sixth question slash tip is Have I considered my brand in this content both visually and by using a consistent brand voice? Now, we've fallen down this trap before, you know, just playing with different content types, just playing with different brand personalities to see what fit us. But really being able to nail down brand colors and fonts, so that visual element, and also the, the brand voice that you want to use. Do you want to be educational? Do you want to be formal? Do you want to be funny? Do you want to be informal and conversational? Really decide and then make sure that your content fits that brand voice and that that visual brand as well. That instantly makes your content recognizable in the feed, on the explore page, wherever it is that you're on. I'm, those I mentioned Instagram things, but even like on Facebook or LinkedIn, having those consistent brand elements makes your content easily recognizable. So your followers know right away because you've already shown with the previous five questions that you are going to deliver high value content to them in some way, that that's your content and that they should slow their scroll and engage or at least read and then hopefully engage if you've given enough value in that piece of content. So there you have it. I'm just going to go through the six questions again really quickly. Number one, have I considered my audience's needs and wants with this content? Number two, have I given this content a role to play or a job to do? Number three, have I added value in some way by educating, entertaining, or engaging my audience? Number four, have I used a strong hook and call to action? Number five, have I used content-specific hashtags that my audience engages with? Again, that's pretty Instagram-specific And have I considered my brand in this content, both visually and by using a consistent brand voice? So there you have it. Those are the six questions that I would always recommend somebody runs their content through. It's kind of like a filter, right? An Instagram content filter, if you will, that really does help to algorithm-proof your business, right? Because who can keep up with the algorithm changes? They're changing all the time. But if you're consistently delivering value, you're staying true to your brand, and you're focusing on your ideal target audience, you can't go wrong with your content. All right. Thank you for joining me today. I will talk to you on Monday when I'm back in a new episode with Lisa. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. As always, wishing you abundance and success.